Hello everyone. You are currently in the Snug Pod with the Snug Podcast crew. I am never separate and I have with me if you're on screen watching to my left, well to my right to your left. Wow, this is confusing. Um Gwen the Bard. How are you, Gwen? Hello. I'm awake. You're awake. <laughs> Still after killing like 60 dragons. 60 dragons. That's a lot of dragons. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's impressive. It didn't feel <laughs> like it. And that other voice you heard was gone crazy back soon. How are you? I'm good. I was killing dragons too recently, but not like Gwen. Yeah, 60 dragons is a lot of dragons. Um, Alright, so... Uh, you want to tell us about that, Quinn? What's with the 60 dragons? Well, it's Sundas. And on Sundas, we work on art projects that are not drawing, and we just chill. And so, while I was waiting for dragons to spawn, I was working on an art project. And I'm like, you know what? We'll try to get the Endeavor complete on both, on, on PC and PlayStation. Why not? So we ended up killing 60 dragons. Oh, is that the weekly? I haven't even looked yep. at that. That's a lot yep. of dragons. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get it at this point. Uh, probably not. Probably not. That's okay. Not unless we start right now. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Show's over, guys. <laughs> we're gonna go slay some dragons. We're just like, we're taking a field trip, everybody. You get to listen no. to us talk about everything, killing dragons. <laughs> starting from zero, zero dragon. When I, because I wasn't starting from zero because we had our dragon hunt last night on PlayStation. Okay, but. Starting from zero on PC this morning, it took me about three and a half hours. Yeah, that's a lot of dragons. Wow. And that's a long time to kill those dragons. Oh, I mean, I guess realistically, if you could actually kill 60 dragons in three and a half hours, that would be pretty impressive. You probably would help Tamriel's dragon problem, but, you know, I don't know how many <laughs> so dragons. I just, oh, my gosh. Uh, so I would just go and I'd kill a dragon and I'd get back to working on my scale mail and I'd go and I'd kill a dragon and I'd get back to working on my scale mail and it worked. Nice. <laughs> so what else you been up to? Anything else in game? Um, decorating the snug pod. There's uh, yeah. more books in here. We have all of the Shalador's library books in here except for Deshaun. Uh, still need Deshaun, and then next, I think I'll try to put together an event, so if anyone else wants to get them while I do it, we can get Vivex 36 Lessons. And, yeah, yeah that's about it. Nice. What have you been up to? Um, inventory management online. Uh, <laughs> the, um, I thought I was doing pretty good. I got down to like 160 slots something like that 150 something maybe and it's like all right let's go do some of these uh, daily dragon hunt quests for the event and then for everyone you kill you're getting those boxes and then you turn them in you're getting like double boxes right now right um <clears throat> at least I, I think you get are you are we getting two boxes yep. yeah yep um and so at the end of the day by the time you open all those things and they've got all these treasures and like 
garbage potions and food items and stuff you don't need. It's like, oh, cool. I gotta clean stuff out. I can't loot this dragon right now. And so I'm like having to do that. I've missed some dragons because in the process of, you know, me killing one and trying to get my inventory managed and seeing where the other one was, I couldn't make it in time because I was trying to get cleared up to loot the you know, one I just killed. Um, but yeah, just, uh, and I've been trying to log in. I haven't gotten every day, just, uh, haven't had an opportunity uh, to get on every night, but, uh, but I've tried to get on most nights and I've gotten all the pieces for the pet. Um, and I have, I think gotten the first one for the morph. Uh, and I'll try to get, start working on getting the pieces for the pet again. And, uh, Thankfully, through uh, trading with with you and uh, Gwen, and I think that was you that gave me the uh, the legs, right? For the you now have pants. Yeah, now yes. I have pants. This cat has pants. Um, that was really the, the main piece I wanted from that style the, the style that's in the event vendor right now, Impresario. Um, I've gotten a few of the other pieces, but now I've got the ones I want. So. Uh, so that's worked out good, and I've gotten some motifs and stuff like that from the box that I didn't have. Um, not a ton of them, but I've gotten a few. I've gotten some stuff I already had. Uh, but, you know, if you were here uh, earlier, actually I think we started the stream afterwards, but we were taking care of uh, group inventory management and uh, <laughs> trading some stuff out. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's been pretty much it, I believe. Uh, I did get Casca. She's now wandering around my house. <gasps> oh, gosh. I need to go. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> going to go talk to her right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just changed out the uh, the mount that I had on the path. And now it's mm -hmm. Casca that runs at you when you come in. So <laughs> I love it. That's she terrifying. Casca's a beast. Say, yeah. Yeah, so she can run up and now you can be like, uh, what are you doing? And then she'll talk to you. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Crazy? Oh, man. Um, I've been doing the Elsewhere event, like, quite a bit. Uh, mostly just for tickets, because that's what timing has been like. But I do get, um, a few things preloaded some days, and then I get to do extra boxes. Uh, but yeah. We did our dragon hunt uh, that was our multi-platform event. We ran it on PlayStation last night, and we killed, oh my gosh, what was it, like 20, was it 28, 27, 30? 27. I don't know, something, 27. something like that in uh, about an hour, which considering we only had like one group of people basically, technically, because we had an odd number, um, wait, that's that's pretty good for our size. Um, the northern elsewhere spawn times for dragons are just poo-poo. Like, we were doing one for every two that the peeps in southern elsewhere were getting. Um, but, uh, yeah. While I was doing that, I got an achievement for getting 150 leads. Because <laughs> I picked up two leads while we were, while we were farming the dragons. Um... So that was kind of fun because I didn't know that achievement existed because I I hadn't perused the achievements list lately to see, 
Um, the only other thing that really of note that happened was I clipped a really funny thing on Twitch from the stream because we streamed it on the Lore Seekers ESO um, Twitch last night when we were doing the event. Peanut did the Xbox stream and then I took over and did the PlayStation stream. Um, <laughs> but uh, I jumped off of a cliff and it was far, far too high for me to have, should have survived. Um, and I did survive, which made it really, really funny, because then I screamed about being a Bosmer and having fall reduction damage. Um, and it was... It's, it's luck of the Bosmer. That's all it is. Yeah, luck of the Bosmer. it was cool, quite funny to me the whole way that it went down. Um, I also feel guilty and feel like we should have had two more dragons, because there were two dragons that I did not get to in time for it to count, because I was the group leader. And... I flipping got lost twice in Northern Elsewhere because Northern Elsewhere. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, dang it, we could have been so close. I think, didn't we do, did we do 30 last time, Gwen? 32. 32 last time. Okay. But we also had way more people last time. We oh, had yeah. like 10 oh, or 12 yeah. people. Last night we only had six. So considering we only had six uh, peeps from PlayStation, 27 ain't too shabby a number. Um, you gotta take into account that most of us are playing on new-gen consoles, so those load screens went a lot faster. And that probably that's is also what helped true too. for us being yeah, a smaller number. That is very true, too. Um... But yeah, it was it was just super fun. We had a I always love streaming the multi-platform stuff cuz I think it gives exposure to the fact that we have all, you know, multiple platforms right. in the guild. And I think it's really really fun that everybody gets to see that. So um other than that, I've been working on some stuff because this month and next month, well, actually kind of this month through April. April that's the word I was looking for. Not April. Um, April is the Lore Seekers fifth anniversary. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Whoa. Insane. I know. It's nuts. It's so like, I um, go we've up got on a hill, some... find a cypress hill, or find, find a. <laughs> I ruined it. I ruined it. I was gonna say I want to go on a hill, find a cypress tree, and tell everybody I was insane in the membrane, but you know, <laughs> dropping them '90s references like I know what I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah, no, so uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully we get some some other fun, like, multi-platform things happening. We did have some ideas that were thrown around uh, a couple weeks ago at a at a guild meeting, so hopefully some of those things will come to fruition soon. Very cool. Yeah, yep. that's it. I'm still rooting for the fashion show, fashion contest. <laughs> I think that that will actually happen. We just have to get it a little bit better organized. Um, I, I think we're trying to get through our um, lore card event that Matt's been working on before we add more to the... Uh, there's like, what, the three pot. left? Four left? I think there's three or four cards left, and that's it. But I don't think that anyone else can actually get a higher hand. I think he already knows who's won. Oh, um, bad. I'm, I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. Still, if you're still trying for the other three cards, it's still going to count for points, right? So I just don't know if there's anybody that has that, like, alliance flush or whatever yet at this point. So, um, yeah. Pretty fun stuff. Cool. So there you go. All right. Uh, also, a nice little tidbit there that might have gotten just kind of glanced over. 
uh, if we didn't address this already. Congratulations, Gwen, on the PS5. Thank you. The, the faster load screen, so you can get into the stug pod just a little faster. Just a little faster. <laughs> so much faster. Not that that helps us start any sooner, because <laughs> we have all these other shenanigans happening, but you know. Yeah, we've actually been starting later. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's because we're just trying to figure out all the sound and stuff. It happens. We'll we'll yeah. get there. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and and RL stuff has uh, been a little bit more hectic lately. Uh, nothing bad. Just you know, just hectic. Just trying to uh, got got some pretty significant adjustments being made around my home, and uh, you know, might share more about that at a later date when some things are a little more. Uh, permanent, I guess, but uh, but yeah, um, so tricky to navigate. But anyway, uh, let's get started. We got a bunch of stuff in the news, right? Some PTS stuff. So much news. Uh, Crown store yeah. stuff. Um, I, I wasn't expecting this much news, and then when I started building notes, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I always like there's forget more that than the, I thought. I always forget that the PTS stuff comes out so quick after the reveal because you know PC gets. Yeah you know pts and i don't and uh so i don't it's I don't, not it don't worry about it it's not worth it i mean sure it's worth it but at the same time it's not worth it because oh my gosh does it take up spice yeah yeah I, I mean i'm not you know i'm not worried about it but because i can't do it anyway like I, I tend to just sort of not really take a ton of interest in it just in the sense of like looking for it but then like stuff starts coming out I'm like oh yeah that is a thing so now now i'm interested i'll look and see what they're doing but Right. I'm always interested. I love Gina's side notes. I know. <laughs> Me too. It, it, the, the thing that I always have a hard time with is I know that the PTS patch notes are going to change. So whenever you see the first version, it's like, okay, these numbers are not going to be anywhere close. Like, we'll have an idea of what the changes are that they're trying to implement. But, like, the numbers or certain percentages are going to constantly change over the next two weeks or so. So uh, you can't really, like, take the numbers into account yet you know right i think uh some of the stuff that's been kind of interesting though uh is even even more so maybe than specific numbers it's just sort of the direction that you see that they're trying to go um and so that's that's something that i wanted to kind of touch on um uh, just you know some of the quality of life things that they're doing that you know the numbers aren't there's not really specific numbers involved with that it's just like here's a change we're making um mm -hmm. and you know and here's why um and then some of the uh the reasoning behind certain things that may have numbers that will change but the reasoning behind it so you get an idea of you know maybe the direction that they're trying to move in in terms of how certain parts of combat work um or or how you might try to, to play different strategies that you may be able to use now, how it could affect the types of gear or types of skills that you need based on the way uh, certain skills are changing, that kind of thing where it's, you know, the numbers the numbers may change, but if that's, their, if that's the route that they're looking at going, uh, you know, at least gives you sort of a sense of, of what you, uh, you know, what, what you're looking at. Um, right. Anything stand out to, to you ladies? Oh, yeah. The light attack weaving. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a numbers person. So let me start with that. But 
um, I read, well, when you read the section kind of about light attack weaving and what, what was happening, um, they have really been working, it seems like, since update 35 to look at the adjustments that they made to light attacks, because I think it honestly backfired on them. Um, so, like, one of the things that they looked at in Update 35 was they were trying to reduce the impact of light attack weaving uh, with high-end damage production because not everybody is great at it, to right. be honest. Uh, the people that are masters of it are truly masters of it. But if you're bad at it, 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 it made that gap pretty significant, right? So then they, like, messed with it, and then they basically realized that some of the things they had to compromise on or some of the end result was just this weird like flat nerf that uh, it hurt everything and nobody really liked it and to be honest I think a lot of that drove a lot of the higher end end game players away um, a lot of people did not like the way update 35 felt I, I, I didn't hate it but I didn't love it <laughs> I just kind of was like, meh, whatever. Like, my numbers look different. Oh, well. Like, that's how I personally felt about it. Um, but when you go back and you read these PTS notes, going back to that, uh, they are now working at trying to keep the power of light attacks within this certain deviation, kind of, during an optimized build, but also increase the performance for players who aren't optimized. So basically what they did or what they're doing is they're scaling calculations of where the damage is derived from and how it's inflated. Um, it'll have a cap with, with the base stats like weapon or spell damage, but um, it also it's not a cap in terms of how much damage your light attacks can do in general. It's basically how much damage you can reach within your stats of weapon or spell damage. So if you look at it that way, what it says here, I'm going to read this section like word for word as it says, um, we're implementing a new feature on damaging light attacks where their scaling calculations of how they derive their damage will be inflated compared to before with a cap and how much they can reach with base stats like weapon or spell damage, magicka or stamina. This base damage cap will be 3850 for melee attacks and 90% of that for ranged attacks, which is within a 100 to 200 damage deviation from the base damage of some of the highest parses that we're seeing in game. Note, this base damage cap is not a cap in terms of how much damage it can do in general. This number is purely how much damage can reach within your stats, like weapon or spell damage. The base damage cap will then feed into the rest of the combat calculation system with critical bonuses, damage bonuses, mitigation, and so on. So the 3850 can still return a higher value in actual combat situations. Right. Now, if you read that, probably for most people, unless you're really great at understanding that, it sounds a lot like gibberish. Um, you know, it, it is a tad hard to understand or break down. Um, to be honest, I was watching some of Skinny Cheek's stuff, and he yep. had a really great video where he puts all of these different numbers into a spreadsheet, basically, that has that new 3850 um, cap in it. And what it was looking at, because people were concerned that it would basically be a reduction in their light attack damage at the top end, and I think what he said it came out to is, like, they might see depending on what they're wearing and where they are at cap, like a 1% dip, 
decrease <laughs> if you're like higher up. Right. But for players that are less optimized, you may see up to like a 10% increase in your light attack damage because of how it's going to be adjusting now. Yeah. So I I think they're I personally am excited about this. I want to see how much of a difference it makes for people. I think it will hopefully feel a lot better to people and I hope that it brings some people back. So I watched some of his stuff and I, I saw some stuff that Hack did too. Um, when they were they were kind of breaking that down. I think it was mostly skinny cheeks uh, that I saw some of the more detailed uh, info on and uh, but basically, yeah, the lower lower end players that aren't optimized as well, their damage is going to scale up faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, so it'll be harder for them to get, or they'll be able to get up closer to that cap easier. Uh, so they'll be doing more damage without having fully optimized setups. Uh, so that'll bring them up. It'll raise the floor, so to speak. Um, and, and that number will bring down the top end light attack DPS uh, down by, I think, I, like you said, it was like, might have said like 5% or something. But then he, I think that was like at its most, 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 if you were perfectly weaving. Right. But the way like he. Like every he, time. He added to that, though, and this is something a lot of people kind of, uh, I think, might overlook. He said that, you know, even, he's like, even if you're talking a 5% difference in your light attack damage, he said that's not a 5% or whatever the number overall. was. It's not, yeah, it's not that percent overall because your light yeah. attacks might only be 5% of your damage. Of your damage, of your right. damage. So then it's 10% yeah. of your damage and a small percent of that damage is going to, is going to come down. So overall, you're not really going to see a, you know, sure, if you're, if you're, hanging out with the parse dummy over and over again you'll notice a lower number but in you know terms of actual combat it's it's not going to be right hugely significant i mean for those people that are you know just really really uh, particular about that stuff i'm sure they'll probably notice it took me a minute longer to kill this boss or or whatever the numbers are but for the vast majority of players i think it it does sound like it's going to be an improvement um so i definitely yeah want to see how it plays out and i think this will be nice for the players that like don't have access for example to end game content gear and stuff right initially or at least like or maybe they don't ever have access to it because that's not the way that they play right so like on one hand yeah are we like kind of going a little casual when you look at it that way absolutely but at the same time i think this will hopefully mm, maybe help with some of the problems that people felt there were with the update 35 situation um in making it feel a little less clunky and maybe have the dps feel a little bit better from yeah. where it is now um you know it's not going to fix everything and am i thrilled about them starting to cap certain things Mm, I don't know how I feel about that overall. Yeah, that was but I think that right now, as long as they don't cap everything, you know, as long as they don't like keep you from from raising your DPS in other ways, I I don't see a problem with it. So yeah, I'm excited to see the, what happens and how it feels. This isn't the first thing they've capped, right? They capped what was it? Crit no, damage? they capped 
crit. Yeah. 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 And that's, what is it, like 150% or 200% or something? I can't even remember. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's the argument that it's getting too casual. I understand that. I guess to some extent, you know, because I am more of a casual player, so I, you know, I'm arguing from this side of it, I guess. But, um, but I, I think to some extent, the more people that you can you can get playing your game, that like the way the game feels, the, the healthier more, it will be. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have a bigger player base, and you're gonna get more people looking to do that that in game harder content. They're gonna they're gonna like what they're playing as they go, and they're gonna keep progressing. Uh, the more people that are playing overall, you know, just means that you're going to have more opportunity for that to happen. Fewer players overall, to some extent, it's likely just going to mean fewer people pushing to get to those higher levels. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Gwen, you have any thoughts on, on the light attack stuff there? Light attacks, no. However, I do have one thought on these patch notes. Okay. Mm -hmm. They got rid of the only reason I like being a vampire. Oh no! And that upsets me. Mist form doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. Now it's a teleport. I can do that as a warden. I'm so sad. That can that just shattered my heart reading that. Can you do that as a warden? Teleporting? Yeah, you can make yeah. frozen gates. You can have up to three gates at a time. You can either teleport enemies, or you can use them to teleport your group. Yep. Huh. I've never actually used that ability, I guess. I didn't. I, don't, I guess I didn't even realize that was there. Yeah, it's the final one that you unlock in the Winter's skill line. So it's it's not your ultimate, it's one of the regular skills? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Alright. Um... Yeah, what else did that what else did that change? Um, let's see. Misform Yeah. It's no longer a toggled effect that reduces your damage while active, causing you to become immune to crowd control. Instead it focuses on quick and liberating movement, causing you to quickly travel to your targeted location as a gap closer while simultaneously avoiding incoming projectiles while you do so. Basically, instead of being an awesome, cool little like floating, floating blood cloud, you teleport. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> and it does I it mean, not just know. to I've the base one, but it does it to so its morphs too. Which sucks. So I'm I'm kind of really bummed because that's the only reason I play a vampire. I absolutely love going around in mist form. That's that's why I have a, va a vampire. So that's really sad. Mm -hmm. but, Is your main a vamp? I don't know if I realized that. She is some days. Oh, you have alternate builds. Whenever, whenever I'm in like PvP and stuff, and I'm like somewhere I'm trying to be extra sneaky and quest and stuff, I have a vampire build for her, so that gotcha. way she can use Mistform. Gotcha. But now I can't use Mistform anymore. So here, you get to listen to my heart breaking on stream in real time. No! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little like this. That's, Actually, that's, that's just the water. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, that's pretty accurate. All right. <laughs> um. Wow, the sound effects. We're getting really yeah. high quality here. <laughs> yeah, empty water bottles make great sounds. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so 
I guess the other thing regarding combat, um, there's a lot of things changing to the with the way tanks work. Um, so I don't know if you uh, if y'all had a chance to look at that, um, but. Uh... I saw a few DK things, but that's pretty much it. Well, not specific to the classes, but just in the way certain things function. Um, oh, like taunting? I saw yeah. something about taunting. Yeah, so... Um, uh, tank you, Zoss. I'm going to taunt you now. Um, but it'll just be a soft taunt, and it won't interrupt the other taunts. Okay. Um, yeah, so currently the way that uh, it functions on live is there's a, there's a taunt immunity that bosses... Uh, or I guess anything uh, but bosses specifically are going to be the issue I think but so if you have multiple tanks uh, like you do in a lot of trials um, then if they switch from one tank to the other taunting the boss there's a three uh, that can happen three times and then the, the enemy becomes immune to taunting uh, they've upped that to five so that it will uh, reduce that, you know, accidental, uh, accidental taunts or whatever, uh, causing issues. So it'll it'll help cut down on some of that. Um, and they've also put back in uh, soft taunts, which I guess they removed. Um, so a hard taunt will always override a soft taunt, and a soft taunt will never override a hard taunt. Um, hard taunt. Um, anyway. Um, but they they've changed it so that pull abilities such as fiery grip or silver leash uh, whenever you use those they apply a soft taunt for 15 seconds I believe it is and then of course that number could change um, it used to be five seconds in the past um, but now you're gonna be able to pull enemies in and not have to worry about using a second ability to taunt them uh, and I think they even said that um, item sets that pull a single target would do the same thing uh, but area of effect pulls like dark convergence uh, void bash um, those will not be affected so uh, you won't be able to just use an ability or, or an item that will pull multiple enemies at one time and taunt them uh, that way but um, but still a uh, still a couple of good changes there and that might have been it uh, aside from like specific changes um, you know with dragon knights or, or whatever like I, said, I, I wasn't looking at that as much it's just the overall um, changes that that they were doing but so what do y'all think about those you think those are good changes I don't know crazy you don't really play a tank but well, I have one I just haven't used her in a long time yeah. I think the taunt change might be good I mean I, I don't I haven't ever tanked in a trial, but I could imagine that if you're dealing with flipping back and forth with, you know, taunting certain things and whatnot, that if you're changing who is taunting what, or if someone accidentally grabs something they shouldn't grab, uh -huh. when you've got more than one, I can imagine now bumping that number up to five before it becomes immune will be helpful to keep certain groups from wiping. Yeah. Especially if you're working on you know, some sort of a prog or, a, or like a trifecta situation. Um, I can imagine that that would be helpful. Probably kind of curb some of the 
challenges that may happen with that too. I mean, I'm on board for that, but like I said, I don't really tank that much. Um, I've done it here or there in a few of the base game dungeons just for funsies. I'd, I'd like to learn to do it more. It's just I get so little gameplay time as it is. I don't, right. it, you know, I don't have a lot of time to sit and learn a whole new um, way of doing the game to keep other people alive at, at this point in time anyway. What about you, Gwen? You tank some. As someone who has not done enough tanking to do any of the harder tanking content, I don't really have an opinion on this. Well, all right, there you have it. I think um, I haven't I haven't done a lot of tanking in trials. I'm not actually sure if I've ever tanked in a trial. To be honest, um, I we've really... tried. We've tried to get you to. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, I've ran a you know I've ran a handful of trials, but I don't think I've ever done it as the tank. Um, so the, the, the taunting issue with, um, you know, losing taunt, I don't think I've had to deal with too much, um, except for those situations maybe where you get in with, you know, a pug that's got some DPS using inner fire or that thinks that their sword and shield is a DPS tool and, which, it, you know, you, you can make, make that work in some cases, but, um, but they're using, you know, puncture and, you know constantly taking taunt away from the tank um or in the past when frost staff was a you know was a problem and you know people were heavy attacking and taunting and because um, they didn't realize that you know that was happening or whatever but um but the other thing with the the pulls you know being able to use silver leash uh, since i'm you know i tank on my templar mostly so i don't have the dragon knight pull but um you know, being able to use silver leash and pull things in, and it automatically applies that taunt. Then, um, <coughs> excuse me. I think that's gonna. Uh, that's probably gonna feel pretty good. Oh, and the other thing that they mentioned, and this isn't just for tanks, but um, probably benefits tanks the most, uh, is they're they're changing it so that when you switch bars while blocking, uh, you don't drop oh. block. Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember that. So, I did see that. Yeah. And apparently there are some people who don't really like that because they think that that's um, part of the, learning the skill of the game. and You know, I, okay. Um, I, I guess we can agree to disagree on, on, on stuff like that. I don't think that needs to be too big of a point of contention. But, uh, but you know, uh, but that is a change that it will probably help a lot of people who... Uh, maybe struggle with some of those oh I have a 0.5 second window to block that attack or whatever uh, I need to switch right. to this other skill so I, so I can self heal or do whatever I need to do but that's on the other bar and uh, you know and then they just miss it by half a second or something and, um, so that, I think that'll probably again going back to the whole you know the more people you can get enjoying the game uh, that aren't thinking gosh this is just too hard to, to do they're eventually right. going to play and get better at it, you know. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a good change. Um, I had one other thing from the patch notes I thought we'd, we'd touch on, but did y'all have anything else? Um, I didn't get to read all of them, if I'm being completely honest. That's fine. Uh, apparently, you can pet a dog now over in uh, the Alakir Desert. So. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's an important change there. They're gonna add dogs. If anyone everywhere. cares about that, 
I know people like petting dogs. <laughs> I do. I still haven't done that achievement, though, in Galen and High Isle. I gotta get on that. It's such a fun achievement. Gotta uh, hug a horse. Hug a horse. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's part of the achievement. So I'm looking for this other thing. Um... Was it the whole Winter's Embrace crystallized shield it now grants to ultimate instead rather than restoring Magicka? No, this isn't combat like... related. <laughs> oh, okay. Because my brain's just going, I do not need more ultimate regeneration. I always have enough ultimate at all times. <laughs> Why? Please other wardens argue me on this because I, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> while, while I'm looking for that, let me ask you, uh, ask you this. Is... Because I don't remember, but currently in your house, if you have items stored in your house storage, that's like your chest, right? Yeah. Um, can you pull from that in your housing menu? From a mm. chest? No. Yeah. No. Um, no. You can pull from your bank. So, because uh, I'm looking for this other this other thing, um, but I just scrolled past this and saw it, and it, they have listed under housing quality of life improvements. Uh, they're adding additional filters to the placement and retrieval tabs of your housing editor. You can now filter by whether the placed item is coming from your bank, inventory, house storage, or collectibles. Oh, oh that's cool. So that's really cool. It sounds like you're going to be able to now uh, put things in those storage containers and still pull from them. Uh, if, if I'm reading that correctly. So... Uh, that's if cool. you are, that sounds great. Um, I do like that they added in um, some drop rates uh, fixes for antiquities. Because right. there are some of those mythics that you're just like, oh my gosh, why? I have been here for forever and I cannot get what I need. Um, and it seems like there's a pretty significant list. Uh, I won't go over all of them, but there's a pretty significant list of like furnishings, mythics, and then other collectibles that had bad drop rates. So yeah. that's nice that they're fixing that, yeah, too. They, yeah, they did say they had some stuff that was... Um, just wasn't dropping as often as it should. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. So, okay. Here it is. Because um, I think this will be something that a lot of people hopefully will appreciate. I will, because I'm always like, what time does this thing reset? They're changing the reset timers. Oh. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's they're written in there? Awesome. They're aligning all of them. Yeah. So, um, this is short, so I'll just read it. Uh, many daily timers have been aligned to the same time as the daily login reward. 3 a.m. UTC for European servers and 10 a.m. UTC for North American servers. Including activity finders, first of the day participation and wins, daily enlightened experience gains, daily quests and endeavors, daily writs and hireling mails this is a um, uh, I mean a fairly significant change I think for you know people that can't log in multiple times a day uh, it says note the crafting hireling rank 3 passives which used to send 12 hours after the last one will now send mail daily uh, with double the material so instead of getting it you know instead of needing to log in twice in a 12 hour uh, with 12 hour gaps to get all the benefits from your hirelings now you just log in once a day and you just get double. Um, oh. So uh, that's gonna that's gonna be nice. 
Um, I'm not sure I realized or ever noticed that it was the other way because of the time that I normally play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are <laughs> there are some times like I might. There's been times where I I might log on uh, maybe before going to work in the morning just to you know I've got a little time I'm just do some inventory stuff or run a dungeon real quick or something and then come back from work and log on and get the stuff again. But usually it doesn't happen. Um, I think that was maybe just put in as a way of trying to entice people to log in multiple times a day but I mean realistically a lot of people just they have a time of day they can play and um, so I think that's I think that's definitely a good change uh, and it says a variety of the miscellaneous items including riding skill training fence laundry limits and remain silent um, wait did I skip okay no I didn't um uh, so I guess those things can be used uh, on a more regular basis, maybe. Or Several weekly timers have been aligned to reset on Sundays at the same time as the daily resets, including trial, solo, and battleground leaderboards, weekly quests, and endeavors. Um, so yeah, so it's just going to make it easier to, to keep up with you know, when certain things are... Um, are going to be changing because right the way it is now it's like this thing changes at this time and this thing changes at this time and i can never remember which like do i need to go ahead and uh do this thing again or is it not reset for another two hours like, we've had that conversation a few times when we've been playing it's like okay i just, you know having it all just have the same times would i think clean that up a lot so uh, i think that'll be a good change um other than that, I mean, there's a there's a ton of stuff in there, but there's a lot of stuff about specific item sets and, um, you know, changes to classes and things like that. But I mean, we we'd spend hours talking about that stuff. True. So, but I don't have anything specific on that uh, from there. If y'all don't have anything else, we head on down to the store. Yes. Head on down to the store. All right. Well, somebody else want to take take that? I haven't had a chance to really look over the showcase yet, I don't think, so. Uh, doesn't matter. We can all talk about it as we go, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Um, well, first things first. February Crown Store is going to see me spending a lot of crowns. That's all. Yeah? <laughs> uh, I think so. Maybe when we get down towards the bottom of the stuff. Um, exclusive free item for the month of February is going to be your miniature statue of Baron Admiral Bendu Olo, the Admiral of the All Flags Navy. So, no spoilers there, but let's just say that if you like that statue, this is one of the ways you can see it all the time. <laughs> I really, really hope this year we get a Hermaeus Mora themed painting oh my for the ESS Plus free thing one of these months. I hope so. Just I like when awesome they do the painting. Right, they're just so much more useful than the statues. Yeah, I like the thought of the statues, but like in execution, every time I get one, then I'm like, well, where do I put this? There's we already have enough for a chessboard. We don't need any more. Yeah. Paint. Well, and I actually will get this one because I do love this statue in the game as well. Um, and it was the first, like one of the first things that I used in one of our lore lessons for Lore Seekers ESO, so I think I'll definitely pick this one up just for funsies. Um, okay. Well, but... the next thing on the list is a, uh, a, a horse that you can burn. Apparently. Oh my gosh. I we get a Burning Man horse. 
I wonder if when it comes in, do you think it's going to, like, set on fire? Yes. Or do you think it's going to, like, build itself out of wicker? It will do both. Yeah. I don't know, it but will... I like it. <laughs> It'll probably build up on it and then set itself on fire, and then you can ride off on it. It's so cool. I like it. So the wicker steed is going to be in the store. I think this is a brand new one. I don't think yes. we've ever seen this, right? Ice Reach Wicker Steed. Yep. So that's exciting. Uh, we've got our usual adornment things. This month it's a hair style. Uh, it's a really tall hairstyle. The standing wave. I appreciate um, that the Argonian... Door type thing. I appreciate that the Argonian looks so different. Yeah, <laughs> I like the Argonian. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, Pompadour, 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 Mohawk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. This is one of those hairstyles that I've never personally really cared for, but if you like it on your character, you do you. Um, crafting, we get the Drowned Mariner crafting motif. Get your pirate on, wearing your piratey outfit. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a pirate outfit. <laughs> It comes from also um, defeating the final boss in Graven Deep. So that's where that actual um, style page comes from. Ooh, fancy. And everybody's favorite fork that smells like, what is it? Cheese and something else? Uh, the Fork of Horripilation from good old Sheagorath will be available in the store. Uh, it's available right now, actually. Only for a few more days, till February 9th. Um, Gwen, what do you think? How do, you, how do we say that guy's name? I wrote a book on this. Okay, um, let me go find put a couple some, of dice. Oh, I actually some, got a pack of dice right in front of me. and in your mouth. Yep, yep, I got my... Give me a sec. Let me get the dice out. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. There's a big knot. I don't think I can do it in time. Uh, yep, no. <laughs> well, we'll stall. Oh, well. Uh, Next nice. time. <laughs> There's nice next little time, next time. things hanging from the uh, top of the snug pot here, if you're watching. Uh... <laughs> Dwemer, Dwemer <laughs> drops, that's what we need. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. It's the Sentinel of Rakugums. Raku, 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 I, I think the Raku It's probably is like, <laughs> you think it's just Gams? <laughs> Sentinel of Gams, just kidding. Um, it's an arms pack. It's a Dwarven Gam -gam. Centurion. Uh, yeah. That's an outfit style um, for that in the crown store. Okay, here's where my money is about to go away. Under the wardrobe tab for this month, there are some really co good costumes that I personally like. I don't know if anybody else does. Um, the good news is I think I already own this one, the Queen's Eye Spy Master. That one is coming to the store, or back to the store. <gasps> you have little kitty ears on the hood, even if you're not a kitty. Even if you're not a kitty, you get kitty ears. <laughs> Yay! Um, <sighs> so you can dress like the queen's eye. And flip a coin in the tavern's dark corner. Um, <laughs> the next one, I don't really care about that much. But it might be nice for some people. Uh, it's the ancestral homage formal gown um this one Let's... is go ahead Gwen. you want to prep for morrowind this is a nice costume to prep for morrowind heck yeah it is i actually do really like it it's just none of my characters ever really wear dresses 
So, like, I have a bunch of costume dresses, and I don't really put them on them that much. They're just not practical. They're really I mean, not. For, yeah. like, role-playing and stuff, they would be, but we don't really do a lot of that. No. We like fighting. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're going into a formal event, sure, put on a formal dress. If you're going out to slay a dragon, it's probably going to get you caught on fire. <laughs> That's when true. you need pants. <laughs> Listen, I'm klutzy enough. I don't need a dress. Y'all saw what happened when I jumped off a cliff. Imagine if I did that in a dress. I would be dead. You would have had a parachute. I would just get tangled. Well, I might have had a parachute. (laughs) But I also would have just gotten tangled up and died. Or you would have got snagged on something, wouldn't have fallen all the way, and you could have stopped for a bit, and so that way you didn't take as much damage. I know you didn't take any damage, but normally you would have taken damage. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. The next one suits both of you. Wood yeah, yeah. Why is that? Why does why yeah. does that suit uh-huh. us? Huh? Wood, el- wood elf yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I actually think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm. Okay. I will. I most definitely will probably be purchasing this one. The Vine Desk Vigilant Rangers. Uh, this is like their assassin scout uniforms. Um, it's the ones that they sometimes call the Tree Ghosts because they wear gear that matches their combat style. Um, I like the kind of like weird cut of the bottom of this one. I think it's fun. And then the next one I'll probably buy just because I think it's kind of ridiculous, but I also kind of love it. Um, It's the Subterrain Excavator. So it's like mining gear, and it looks like it's probably going to have a pretty cool backpack, some sort of a hat or helmet type piece. Mm. And I think that actually has a light on it. It looks like it has a light on it, yep. It's so cool. Um, It's like this weird quilted like kilt and top um yeah those look super fun so those are the costumes so maybe i'll be only spending 50 percent because there's four costumes and i think i own one the other one is a dress and then the other two i might buy but i will probably definitely be spending money on the wood elf one um akaviri crates are back those are fun those will be in the store February 9th to March 9th. And then because it's February, it's Hearts Day. So there's going to be some Hearts Day furniture bundles, which are romantic. It has flowers, sweet rolls. If you want to get sweet rolls to decorate your house, like a tray of sweet rolls, this is your chance. It's in this furnishing pack. Or you can go over to, like, you can make some, or you could, like go get the achievement item or you could get them already on a tray and don't these ones specifically have like pink frosting i believe they do they do they do according to that picture they have pink frosting so they're special sweet rolls they're special sweet rolls um other furnishing packs available are the steam bath serenity which is like uh, the mermaid of anvil statue with bubbling fountains and green stuff And by green stuff, I mean plants. (laughs) Not Um, that material that's used to build things. Got it. (laughs) No, not not the material uh, to build things. But yeah, Um, this one's available soon as well. Um, The Mermaid of Anvil is like one of those iconic statues that I remember from the other games. Like, I distinctly remember in Oblivion doing a quest where you had to like get rid of this ghost in the house that in I think this game might be a bank I'm not really sure but anyway I just remember the mermaid of anvil statue so it's kind of fun that that's in a furnishing pack 
of course, we have music boxes, just like we do every month. There's a Gunfallon Galliard? Gayard? Galliard? I don't know. Uh, composition music box. And the Breezy Night in Bruma, which always comes out around Hearts Day. Um, so if you want to play some smooth music for Hearts Day, apparently it's Breezy right. Night in Bruma. Go get your pink icing sweet rolls. Open this music box and... Enjoy Hearts yeah. Day. There you Enjoy go. Enjoy Hearts Day. <gasps> Next furnishing pack. Let's go. <laughs> go, go, go. I was waiting for you to chime in. <laughs> uh, Malmer. Malmer mm-hmm. stuff. Malmer stuff. And it's all purple and blue. And those chairs look like they would be great for, like, beach anything. And the okay, cooking but, station. Because let's just all assume tent, it's a cooking though. station. We have tent, enough though. tents. We have so many tents in this game but already. I love this. This one's so different. Tent. Okay. 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 The big it's a pretty tent. tent. So are you trying to tell me that I should get it for the, for the island? Is that what you were implying? Yes. <laughs> do it. What would you put in that tent, though? But yes. Uh, well, you know, if we knew more about those, uh, those tables that we're going to be getting... Uh, mm-hmm later you know that's uh that's a possibility but i already have an idea for those yeah so this uh, this gorgeous thing comes out february 23rd and is available until march now yes is that statue breathing something it looks like it has something coming mm-hmm. out of your mouth. It, it's it's like a misty thing it looks like yeah. yep okay it's that's a cool. mister oh it's like when you go to the beach and you have to rinse off your feet that's what that is it's the Malmer edition. <laughs> you or got like some those big little feet. water park things that you just run under them and they. <laughs> that too. That's that's what I was thinking of because otherwise same that's thing. that's those are for a giant. Same <laughs> well, it's the shower, whatever. Same thing. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, there's also some clockwork furnishing pack stuff. This one's the Clockwork God's Domain, so it's like the big statue of Sothasil you see in the Clockwork City and stuff from the Simulacrum. Um, so that's pretty fun. I We've think the clockwork houses. stuff looks really cool, personally. I, it's not. I do too. It's not my personal favorite aesthetic or anything. Like I like the beach yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I, I think uh, the clockwork stuff is maybe more interesting than a lot of the other stuff in the game, as far as the environments go. It's because it's so different. It's like weirdly mechanical, but also somewhat mystical. It's like Alien, but not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this game's um, version of Future Tech. Yeah, exactly. Uh, two houses are returning. Sweetwater Cascades, which is a beautiful home um, on the edge of Kavjiti and Imperial Lands. Of, yep, of Elsewhere and Blackwood. So you can yep. actually leave it into Blackwood, or you can leave it into Elsewhere. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. You can only fast travel to outside of it, though, into Blackwood. But Hmm. if you're in the house, you can leave into elsewhere. Very cool. Uh, Another popular one that I know people ask for from time to time is just returning as well, and it's the Colossal Aldmeri Grotto. This is the giant house that's like the huge grotto with waterfalls that has the big ship in it. It's so People only want it for the boat. People only want it for the boat. I know, but, like, so awesome. So awesome. Um, there's a new house guest, chef of many soups, 
Their name is Makes Many Soups. They're not a new house guest. They're a returning house guest. Okay, a returning house guest makes many soups. I didn't know that. I don't remember her from before, but oh, I believe you. I remember. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so she's back, and then we've got the normal, like, sort of mount situation. We have the Dramothra Sench. Um, this one makes me laugh. There's a quasi grift, but it literally looks like a bald eagle. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> Marco. Um,. Yeah. I, um, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, there's a saber cat. That and one looks purple. neat. Oh my gosh, it's that purple. looks great. It's purple. It's so cool. It can probably it's be a, like a zillion a crown gems, and I'm never going to be able to get it. But it is pretty. It's a, it's a kind kitty. Uh, drunk personality, that's back. And uh, the bright moon's greeting emote. That's in there. Okay, listen. As well. Drunk personality, February 23rd to March 2nd. I feel they should extend that a little. Just hear me out. There's a holiday coming up there. People might want to use that. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The bright yeah, moon screening right. looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also like that Soul Gem Parchment Clippers is back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That one's just cute. <laughs> oh, super fun. Uh, Stone Lore Split. Remember how we were wondering if they were going to do more of those customized actions? They finally come out with the one. I know, Gwen. It's t it's time, Gwen. So this is the wood chopping one. Uh, it's green, and it has little, like, leaves, kind of like the druidic, you know, feel to it as you chop. I am still upset about my vampire mist form. No. <laughs> Hold on to the rage, Gwen. Hold on to the rage. Uh, Dramothra Sench Cub. Jakajit Kamira. She's so cute. This little She's in the store pet. now, only until yeah. February 9th. I love it. it says, With a roll and a hiss, Jakajit Kamira enters your life, ready to face danger at your side. Um, she's so cute. And then this cloud cat, which is like a pink fancy cat with blue eyes. For Debella, so this is another one of those February things that normally circles. It back is um, fun facts with Debella because of the cat. It is associated with Debe cats are associated with Debella, mm -hmm. and Debella's uh, temples or houses or whatever you want to call them uh, always have three to four cats, white cats on yep. on in residence. If you did not know that, I just learned that the other day, so I think that's cool. I learned it when I read about the Debella stuff once I found out that the pet that we were getting was going to potentially be Debella-themed. Um, so I kind of, like, sort of knew it, but I had It's also apparently it. right there in the description if neither of us knew it and we were just reading through this. So. <laughs> White cats are <laughs> sacred to Debella, right there. <laughs> Can you... Uh... Um, I don't know how I feel that they describe it as a flavor jelly. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> An Argonian to wear a plum swamp jelly's feeler is a good luck tentacle. Ooh. Uh, scorpion fabricant. Terrifying, but looks cool. 
Um, and then we have some polymorphs, the Dread Ankara, which is only available, I think, another three days now at this point. Um, and then the Factotum is available. And that is your crown store showcase. Uh, one quick thing. They are retiring the Meridian crafting motif um, from the crown store on February 13th. So if you want it, you got a few days, but that's it. And that's it. All right. We did it. Yeah, we got through all of that. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more! But wait, <laughs> we there's didn't more! We the show the, was over. <laughs> the good news is, this one's easy, because we've already covered it. <laughs> um, yeah, basically the next news item is just the recap of all the news from the developer direct and the global reveal, which we actually kind of went over last week. Um, so... If you follow the link, we'll probably have it in the show notes. Um, but for this one, it's basically just click here. You can watch the live stream. Click here. You can watch the new trailer. And then it tells you all the things that you get for ordering, like the deluxe edition, pre-orders, um, the digital stuff. Um, and then it talks about um, Scribes of Fate. Uh, and how it was on an ESO Live as well. So there's like a link to go back and watch that. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of like, we can't wait for the new community event that we're doing in 2023. Yay. That's what they said. I'm very sad that they're not going to be at PAX. It hurts my soul. <laughs> Isn't PAX what we were talking about trying to... Uh... Yes. Yeah. I, I cried to Lotus the other day because Gina posted in response to somebody, yeah, we're not going to PAX this year. And I was like, no! <laughs> you know, that so, whole landscape is changing in terms of, you know, how a lot of the, 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 the big events like that are happening with, you know, like E3. A lot of big companies don't go to that anymore. Yeah. So we may start. You may start really seeing if they're doing their own community event. That, I think that's what we're going to see a lot of. Who knows? It might, yeah. You know, it could still be a cool thing. Well, I'm so, trying to go to PAX, but now I'm like, do I hold out? <laughs> do I wait? Will they announce something? I don't know. I'm I'm nervous. I'm going to like spend vacation and time and go to PAX, which will still be great if I go because I'm there's a lot of plans for me to meet a lot of awesome people that I've really been wanting to meet from the right. community. But like I'll be really sad if I go and do that and then like a month later they say, "Oh, hey, we're doing our own standalone event in, you know, this place again." I'll be like, "Crap." <laughs> well, they said they're going to do one in early March. So I'm surprised they haven't announced it yet. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, so, early March we'll ain't see. that far away. If they want people to be able to yeah. attend, they kind of well, need to get a yeah get that out. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. So that's pretty much that story. There you go. Everyone just getting disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yay! Necrom reveal recap. Woohoo! Great. And then me being disappointed. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, um. Yeah. Anybody want to take this one? You want me to take it? What do you want? This 
Discover Sami National Day with Nordic ESO community live streamers. Yeah. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, that's Monday, so that's today, technically. So anyone oh, who oh, yeah. is listening to this, it will have already happened. Oh, um, no. If anyone's watching us live, however, this is your heads up. Uh, There's no one maybe, watching live. <laughs> I know. Maybe we can, like, retweet the link to this article on our Stug Podcast account, because yeah. this actually sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, join us Monday, February 6th at 1 p.m. EST as Nordic Community Manager Anna Eroldson teams up with Nordic streamers Ni the Ghoul, Norway, uh, Basilisk in Sweden, and stream team member Viking Trash, in, also in Norway, to celebrate Sami National Day with special ESO streams. Sami National Day is a joint celebration of Sami culture in Norway, Sweden, and Finland. Together as they explore and adventure in Tamriel, our streamers will talk about their Sami heritage, plus share what this day means to them as Sami content creators and streamers. Want to tune in? This live stream team-up will be hosted by all, on all three of the streamers' channels. Uh, there will be giveaways for those watching and chatting with our streamers, so don't miss out on your chance to win some ESO-themed goodies. That actually sounds really cool. Right? And the, like, the Sami culture and stuff is what's associated with, like, Santa Claus and his elves mm -hmm. and things, so if you're interested yeah. in Sami culture, which is a weirdo historical person, uh, I think we both are, so yeah. that's some, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Or really cool. We'll go with really cool. And it's great that it's something that we're tying into with ESO. So that's like two really cool things in one stream. So awesome. Yeah. I love it. I think it's really great that they're like starting to be inclusive of other cultures and things like that. But I mean, it is it is important because they do have Bethesda Nordic, um, you know, so it's it's awesome that they're kind of showing the community off from all over the world, which is fun. Yes. I love it. So there we go. That's pretty much the news. We did it. And someone else had lore tonight. Oh, yeah. I just grabbed something because I didn't know how long our show would be. So we can do it or we can not do it. Um, I just grabbed a fun book that is... Uh, I kind of thought it would be fun since we just did the Dragon Hunt that was the multi-platform one last night. And this talks about that. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, it's not super long, so. Nah, it's not super long. I can read it if you want. Um, this book can be found on bookshelves in Southern Elsewhere, or on the table in the Ruddy Fang Camp in Canarthi's Roost. Um, it is called Dragons of Southern Elsewhere, and it's by Zandria Prevet, who is a scholar at large. It says a short recording of observed dragon behavior. Much attention has been paid to the depredations of dragons in Northern Elsewhere, also called Anequina. But Southern Elsewhere also faces a plague of these vile creatures. This is a record of my experiences with these beasts. From afar, of course, I'm no dragon hunter. While traveling near Senchal, I met my first witness to a dragon. They described a great red beast as it swooped across the sky. Before the dragon could attack, the witness fled. I do not judge those who choose the wiser course of action, but I am not one to run away. Instead, I seek to categorize and record. I ventured to where the witness last saw this red dragon, and luckily it lingered in the area, so I was able to approach and observe it for a time. I noticed a strangeness in the horn formation. Was it missing a part of a horn? After a while, the dragon flew off. It never harmed a thing. I know not its purpose in that area, but was intrigued that it caused neither chaos nor damage. 
very much unlike what has been reported in the north. Is it possible this dragon was benign? Alas, I have an absence of evidence to quantify such a claim. Shortly thereafter, a different red dragon appeared in a burned-out area near Senchal, clearly intent on hunting. A group of dragon hunters also came through, and a great battle ensued. I watched, hoping to learn the dragon's name as it shouted and roared. After it fell to the hunters, but before it died, I approached the dragon and asked, Please share your name so that I may record it. You are not worthy of my name, mortal, it said, and then it expired. A shame. Perhaps the next dragon will prove to be more cooperative. For posterity, you understand. I placed both of these red dragons under unnamed dragons, as Brother Mathnam did in his Atlas of Dragons in Second Era 373. Next, I heard that a black dragon was spotted near the quarry to the south. I headed there quickly on my faithful steed, hoping to see this one in action. Luck was with me yet again. The dragon perched on a rock overlooking the quarry, speaking to figures I could not quite see. I'm Ladvalon, your master, and you will do as I say, it roared. How fortunate I was to hear the dragon speak its own name. I wrote it down and departed as quickly as I could, realizing I was just a little too close to a dragon and its minions for my own comfort. Scholarly pursuits be damned. I returned to Senchal, where I overheard some refugees talking about a new dragon guard. Could such an ancient order actually return to help us against the dragons? I should seek them out. For my research, you understand. I wonder who I know who might help with the introductions. So there you go. Kind of fun. Uh, talks a little bit about, you know, seeing a group of players basically killing dragons. But it also mentions uh, named dragons or describes dragons that are in the Southern Elsewhere quest line and the Northern Elsewhere quest lines. So uh, pretty fun. I like it. Yeah, it would be kind of cool if you could actually go up to the dragons and talk to them before they, you know. I all think... I could think when we were... Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, all I could think when we were just reading that was last night, one of the Xbox members pointed out that it sounds like the dragons go, Croissant! Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I thought they were saying that the, like, little icon looks like a croissant when they're almost dead. Because no. the little, the dragon icon is already, like, turned, and then there's the no. two lines that go through it, and it looks like a croissant! It does look like a croissant, but for me, now I want a croissant again. For me, all I could hear when we were fighting last night was, Vus Roda! And then, like, croissant! <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh and they said whenever you hear croissant it usually means that you're close to death or maybe already dead <laughs> so that's all I could think about when I was just I reading thought it meant your food now. runs out no that too that <laughs> the dragon's funny. just telling you to check your buffs croissant <laughs> audible cues <laughs> oh my gosh uh, good times good times nice. I think some of the uh some of the most interesting conversations uh, come from the dragons because uh, just talking to a dragon seems so absurd the fact that you could carry yeah. on a conversation with one they, it, they're generally uh, I think kind of uh, kind of cool conversations going back to Skyrim and uh, is it Parthenax Parthenax however you say his name yep Parthenax uh, and uh, conversations with with him and uh and I don't recall the name of the one that you talk with in the Elsewhere quest line, but... Um, Nafalar. 
is that is that the uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. The one you engage yeah, with a lot. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Latvalon is the other one. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. And I probably butchered all of those names. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you need dragon drops for those, I guess. Yeah. Um, Dwemer drops, dragon drops. Yeah. Same difference. Yeah. Cool. Um. Wow. I've got my notes printed out in front of me and I was just overlooking where it went to the next page. It split. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So we are, uh, we're done with everything. You hear that? That's, that's notes. Yep, I hear, that's, that's you stacking your notes. I hear <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. All two pages of it. Um, are your, is your magic parchment working? Cause I typed something in the notes. Uh, so did it show up on your page? No. If not, I'll just insert it when we get there. No, no. My my pre-printed <laughs> copy doesn't get the uh, edits made during the show. Uh, listen, I didn't know. You might have some sort of weird magical spell that works on that ooh, parchment. Oh, I, I see about. it. I see it. My little my little Sigic tablet's telling me the thing. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. So, um, yeah, just uh, I guess we'll close up. We've got just our normal... Uh, you know, as, as we always do, some announcements for the guild. Uh, that guild being the Lore Seekers, if you are mm-hmm. unfamiliar. Uh, we're on every platform. Uh, the three of us, specifically um, main PlayStation. These other two do play on PC as well some, but uh, but we all main PlayStation. Uh, so... Uh, some of the stuff is new. Uh, the event calendar. What's that? What's up with that? It's uh, live. There's a separate channel in the PlayStation channels that is the actual uh, event sign up. So uh, if you click on that channel, it will pull up the actual event like bot stuff. And all you do is simply click uh, what you want to attend to join. If it requires you to fill out any other information, it'll just send you a quick. Um, direct message where you can put the information in that you got to give it. And other now than is, that, is that for specific events like the Dragon Hunt or is that for the weekly calendar too? That is our weekly calendar currently. Okay. But yes, I did have one for the Dragon Hunt last okay. night as well. So I will always try and utilize that if we have a special event coming. Um, but each week right now, if you look in that channel, you will see the weekly events um, and who's leading them and uh, any information about them to sign up for. The nice thing is you don't have to feel bad because if you sign up and then you can't attend you or you're going to be late or something like that, there's also options for that. So you can click like late or you can click absent. Um, or tentative. You know, or tentative. You don't have if to commit. Sh- you can just you're say you're interested. Sure. Yeah. And you want somebody to check back with you or for it to remind you because I also have it set to send you a reminder like 30 minutes before or an hour before, um, depending on what it is. Uh you can also click tentative and then it'll let you get a little reminder. So there you go. Okay, cool. Um, so then our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday stuff, Fridays all on there. Yes. Yep. Cool. So we don't have Mondays with Moki this week. Yep. We yep. It's going to be Mondays with Moki this week and we are in Southern elsewhere fishing yep. and killing dragons along the way. Yes. Cool. Um, and that time is 8 p.m. Eastern correct answer uh, okay trip. good because I never remember I just wait for discord to ping me <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, 8 eastern 
Yeah, and it's you know, kind of grouping around 7.30, getting going about Yeah. Um, you can join at any time as long as they're still running. Right. Yeah, you can always but I, I, have, I have been late before to those, and you just, Woo, we're fishing, we're killing things, this is a fun time. It really is, I recommend joining. Yeah. If you if you have access to Southern Elsewhere and are available at that time period. Oh, sure. Then, uh, Tuesdays, Treacherous Tuesday, Dungeon Night, Dungeon Day, you know, whatever works. Uh, if you want to mm -hmm. grab some guildies, get in and do some dungeons, chase some achievements, look for some loot, you know, any of that kind of stuff you're trying to do. Uh, if you just want to do story mode runs, you haven't done a dungeon yet, you just want to, you know, run through it and uh, just check out what it has to offer in terms of lore and uh, things like that. Uh, hopefully that's a change we see soon is you can redo the dungeon quest. So if you ever get into a pug and they just speed through it on your first time, you can still go through and do it again. I mean, you can always just not accept the quest, but, you know. Um, Sometimes we, newbies don't know that. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes we, people who have been around forever don't know that. Anyway, uh, Wednesday night <laughs> trials are still on hold, uh, but you can still request content when wanted. And then, uh, speaking of dungeons, we have Fearless Friday with Arthuria, where yeah. we do Undaunted Dailies. Undaunted. Undaunted. We are Undaunted. <laughs> Awesome. Yep. I know we're supposed to do that with you, but I'm tired. Nah, yeah. You know, it's all Same. good. It's all good. I mean, it's only, you know, almost one or two, depending on where we are. Uh, I don't know what morning. you're talking about. I wasn't even talking. <laughs> you're hearing things. Um, yeah, so uh, if you're interested in doing any of this stuff with us, any of these activities, or... Uh, Oh, well, first off, if you're in the guild and you have ideas for other things you want to do, we haven't, we've haven't, we kind of not touched on that lately, but if you're interested in uh, hosting or leading an event, uh, you know, just uh, hit us up in Discord or, uh, you know, through other other means if uh, Discord's not uh, not the way you choose to communicate, but, um, but that's the easiest way to get us. And you can hit us up with those, and uh, we'll see about trying to get that stuff worked into the calendar or... Uh, if it's just kind of a one-off thing you want to do, and uh, you know, we could we get all that stuff set up too. Um, but speaking of uh, of Discord, if you are looking for a guild, you don't have a guild, um, or you have an empty spot, and you think this would be a fun guild to add, just kind of a social, uh, more casual uh, guild. You know, there are elements depending on, especially the platform you're on. Uh, you know, I know PC's got you know some more uh, progressed. Uh, We'd be crazy over there. Yeah, uh, they've they've got some run, you know, some people that run harder content. I think over there and and, and PvP and stuff like that. And we have some of that, you know, we have a little bit of that, but uh, just being a smaller platform overall. Uh, and I don't, you know, I'm not sure exactly what. Anyway, um, I'm not sure what all Xbox has going on, but we are on every platform. Um, and if you're so, if you're interested. Uh, we've got a new way to sign up. You go to discord.gg slash loreseekerseso. It's a custom link, and it should uh, take you right into the Discord. Uh, and the other option is still there, too, right? The loreseekers.club. Yep. Yep, so yep. Can, that, one's, so you, that one's always going to be there. Yep. So you can use that. That has uh, links to all the different things. And uh, Yeah, so come check us out. Join the Discord. Join the guild. And uh, come hang out with us. And if you want to mm -hmm. talk with us on social media, uh, there's probably a couple of different ways to do that, right? You can get a hold of us on Twitter, at Snug Podcast. Email, snugpodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, we, if you also want to watch us live, you know, if you have insomnia or something, uh, twitch.tv slash snugpodcast or YouTube search snugpodcast. And if they, you just, you know, want to get a hold of us in game and don't want to touch any of the weird social media stuff, you can just shoot us an email. Maybe we'll send you back a sweet roll. That could be cool. Heck yep. yeah. And if you are watching by chance uh, later on after this is uh, posted, uh, you know, in the video format, you'd rather, you know, you'd just rather listen, you know, that's an option too. Check us out on your podcast app. Search Snug Podcast and we should be top result if not the only result because that's the best name in the world and nobody else ever thought of it so um <laughs> yep and uh yeah so come check us out and uh you know go back if you, this is your first episode hearing us you know this is a weird place to start go back to the beginning and you know catch up you get to that elvis maybe, episode maybe, you're gonna maybe love it. like skip to episode five <laughs> let yeah. give us a minute to get a get a little bit better i promise you yeah. you will cringe listening to episode one i promise <laughs> that's you. true that's true there's mm-hmm. uh it's you know it's been a learning curve it, it's still a learning <laughs> curve i don't know what i'm doing you know we just come and hang out and talk it's all good um but uh until next week uh, i assume we'll be back next week we'll talk about some more ESO stuff and uh, we may have some more news related to more PTS changes or uh, if we have you know any other reveals or anything like that you know we we try to keep up and touch on that stuff and uh, we'll catch up with you then until then everybody have a great week be safe take care of each other and we'll see you next time sleep well Tamriel Bye.